Welcome to Devotions for Worship. Today is Saturday, July 11th. Uh, Thank you for being with me. I'm Pastor Eric Tritton, and I'm glad you've joined me. We begin this this time of focus on God's Word by uh, remembering our baptism. Because in, in baptism, we see how Jesus loved the church and gave himself up for her. And he delivers this cleansing of washing with the word uh, to us. And so what we do is we make the sign of the cross because that's where Jesus won our salvation. And then we say the name of the Trinity because that's the name into which we're baptized. And so please join me as I make the sign of the cross and say, in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. We confess our Christian faith today using the Apostles' Creed. I believe in God the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and sits at the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he will come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Christian Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. Our scripture reading today is Psalm 11. Psalm 11. uh, I've been reading this in a rather dramatic way. Today I'm going to read it just kind of straight through um, and uh, and just kind of focus in on, on the words and do a little bit less interpretation. To the choir master of David, in the Lord I take refuge. How can you say to my soul, flee like a bird to your mountain? For behold, the wicked bend the bow. They have fitted their arrow to the string and shoot in the dark at the upright of in heart. If the foundations are destroyed, what can the righteous do? The Lord is in his holy temple. The Lord's throne is in heaven. His eyes see. His eyelids test the children of man. The Lord tests the righteous. But his soul hates the wicked and the one who loves violence. Let him rain coals on the wicked, fire and sulfur, and a scorching wind shall be the portion of their cup. For the Lord is righteous. He loves righteous deeds. The upright shall behold his face. Sometimes the words of the Psalms can be a little unsettling. For instance, in verse 7, it says that the Lord is righteous. He loves righteous deeds. Or more literally, he loves righteousness. And the upright, those who who walk the straight path, will see his face. These words can be unsettling because when we examine our lives, there is plenty of evidence to suggest that we are not righteous, that our righteousness is lacking if we look at our actions and attitudes, and that we are not nearly as upright as God demands. Here's the problem with that thinking. The assumption is that we are the source of our righteousness and that our righteousness is based on our behaviors and our actions. But this is not how God measures our righteousness. We, along with David and all believers from all times and all places, 
live in a relationship with God that is based on his grace. This grace is at the heart of Jesus' action to give himself for our sin. This is why he didn't just bear our sins, but he became our sin on the cross so that in him we might become the righteousness of God. We rely on a righteousness that comes from outside of us, Jesus' righteousness, which becomes ours through faith in him. God's standard of righteousness is Jesus, and his righteousness is credited to us by his grace. Does that mean that we're free to behave like the wicked? Not at all. Remember, the Lord's eyes see He tests the children of man. But our righteous actions are not for God. They are to bless our neighbors, to stand as a testimony to them, and to be a mark of God's work in our lives so that they might learn of his grace and mercy through us. We will fall short of that active righteousness, however. So we take comfort. We find our confidence in Jesus' righteousness, which is credited to us. And we strive to live up to that wonderful, generous gift God has given to us in his grace. Today, as we pray, we pray the seventh petition of the Lord's Prayer, which says, but deliver us from evil. Dear Father, Please rescue us from every evil of body and soul, possessions and reputation. And finally, when our last hour comes, give a blessed end and graciously take us from this valley of sorrow to heaven, where we will live eternally with you and with Jesus and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Father in heaven, we thank you that you have made us part of your church and your church is is eternal and it's all around the world and and we we see the manifestation of that in in some really neat ways but our most common experience of your church is our local congregations and so lord we, we pray that you would bless our congregations that you would bless the church that we attend and we ask lord that your spirit would be upon us that as we gather for worship, we would be the kind of people who worship in spirit and in truth, that your spirit would be upon our, our, our pastors, that they would proclaim your word, that your spirit would be upon the staff, that they would do their work with skill and joy, filled with faith. And Lord, we ask that your spirit would be upon all of the members of our church, that you would meet them in, in their stages of life to, to lead them into worship, to guide them into faith, to grow them in faith. Father in heaven, we ask that for the sake of your Son, our Savior Jesus, that your Spirit would be with us to keep us and to guide us into all truth, and that the word that is proclaimed in our church would be that good and gracious word of your love and salvation, that it would proclaim the truth of our sin, but that it would also deliver that message of hope and life in Christ. We pray these things in his name. 
Amen. Now may the God of peace who brought again from the dead our Lord Jesus, the great shepherd of the sheep, by the blood of the eternal covenant, equip you with everything good, that you may do his will, working in us that which is pleasing in his sight. Through Jesus Christ, to whom be glory forever and ever. Amen. Thank you so much for being with me today. God's blessings on you. Uh, One more reminder that uh, on Monday, we're going to be starting our walk through the Gospel of Matthew, uh, copying those verses and really taking the time to listen to to who Jesus is, to to meet him in his word. And uh, I hope that you'll join me in that process. Again, all you need is paper, pencil or pen, a Bible, and a a little bit of time to pray and, and to write. So I hope you'll join me. God's blessings on your day.